Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Jack is Jr. and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute is for you. If your marriage has literal, a little or no emotional closeness, your wife has asked for divorce or separation, your wife has left the home or you are separated, your wife is in the home but you're in separate bedrooms, your marriage is just playing boring or has no passion. You engage in the marital embrace less than once a week or severe less than once a month. You are divorced but didn't want it. This special is what I do. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minute is what I do when I have really short little things to uh, list that I want to talk about. Um, and then that's kind of why we are doing this series. And right now in this 57th episode, I ask, what are the clues your wife may want a divorce? We have done 18 of them. And now today we would do nine, number 19. So please stay tuned. Plus, live calls answering your marriage questions. So get in the queue. I've helped hundreds of brothers. Now give me a chance to help you. Call 313-RADICAL to get some resolution to your marriage confusion. The quote of the day, quote, Freudianism interprets man in terms of sex. Christianity interprets sex in terms of man. The romanticist loves love. The Christian 
loves a person. There is a world of difference between sex, loving sex, and a person loving a person. Sex tries to be simultaneously both the receiver and the giver of passion, both the subject and the object. In sex, the male adores the female. In love, the man and woman together adore God. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three, To Get Married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, all right. So today in the Save My Catholic Marriage Marriage Minute, we hit clue number 19. But before we go into that, we're going to do a quick thing of I want you guys to understand what is the alternative to a great marriage? What is the alternative to building a great marriage? What is the alternative to you building, doing the work and what it takes to build a legendary marriage is what I call it. So a legendary marriage is what? A legendary marriage is what I've came up with when I talk about how you as a man can leave a real legacy. And so what is that? A real legacy is not full of fluff. Um, A real legacy is not, although I love money, don't get me wrong, I'm not stupid. (laughs) A real legacy is not money, although it can be a great inheritance. A real legacy is not buildings and cars and material things. Uh, a real legacy is, is not, you know, being happy and, and being selfish your whole life and then getting pleasure. What a real legacy is, is you, if it's your vocation um, of being a husband and building a great marriage that your children can look at and see and want to be married as well and want to carry that your marriage of what they see to their children and then their children want to carry it to their children, and their children want to carry it to their children, and the and it just goes and goes. We have to get to the point where we fight society. So the evil one does not want us to do this. This is why I get attacked all the time. This is why when you start trying to improve your marriage and be a great man and a holy man, you will be attacked. You will. You will. You will. Get over it. It is what it is. Um, And so to build a legendary marriage, that's what you as a man do, that your children's children and your grandchildren, all of them look back and and say, yeah, my mom and my great, great grandmom, great daddy built. They were great. They were married for 50 years or 100 years or whatever. And if you can do that, you will give a gift to your family that you cannot buy. You and all of you know this. You cannot buy what I'm asking you to work for. This is the great thing about this. It's like disease and like dying. You, when you get, you know, if you get a disease, you will die. There is, or if, or at the end, I heard a guy say the other day that the mortality rate in the world is 100%. (laughs) So, oh, that was the priest that was doing our mission, Sunday said. That's what he said. A priest actually said that. Can you believe it? (laughs) The mortality rate of, 
the mortality rate of the world is 100%, which means what? You are going to die and you are going to be judged whether you believe it or not. Um, and so this is why I ask you to accept your life. Your life is prayer, sacrifice, suffering, penance in order to get what you are trying to do, which is inevitably be before the beatific vision with our Lord and to drag your family and your wife kicking and screaming with you. <laughs> so what I want to do real quick in this quick segment is to kind of go over the alternative to what, you know, a great marriage to be if you don't put in the work, if you are in marriage crisis right now. So marriage crisis is what the church calls it when your marriage is like on its way down and really far underneath the ground. So basically what you hear me say at the beginning of this, of this, of the save my Catholic marriage minute, basically a marriage, if you're in marriage crisis. If this, if your wife has uh, asked for a divorce, your wife has asked for a separation. Your wife has asked for an annulment. Your wife is out of the home. You guys live in separate bedrooms. You don't make love. You haven't made love in a, in over a week or more than a month. Um, uh, you engage in the marital embrace, those kind of things. You don't. Uh, and you're divorced. Um, those are kind of marriage crisis kind of things where you and your wife are avoiding each other and things like that. But even though you are in that situation, if you kind of listen to the clues I've been given and you embrace them and you start to uh, really do and notice your wife and give her the attention and stuff that she needs, she will start to pay attention to you. Now, she's not going to, if you're in marriage crisis, you, your wife is not going to forgive you tomorrow. It's a process and they have to get to the point where they trust you again. And once they trust you again, then you'll start getting the benefits. But you don't want to get your wife back if you're in marriage crisis and then lose her again because you're an idiot and you were and you were uh, ignorant and didn't do the things that you, you know to keep her happy, fulfilled, and satisfied forever. Now I'm being strong on that, man, because I was an idiot too, and I didn't go out and try to find nothing. I didn't go out and try to fix nothing. I just thought, well, it's gonna fix itself, and of course, you know what? It never does. So what we're gonna do is look at it. If you take the the way out, so what most what society does is tell you as a man. And of course, I'm talking to men because that's what the podcast does. The, the podcast teaches women about men, and then it teaches men how to become worthy of the gift of what God has given them of their family and their wife and their marriage. And then that being said, I killed two birds with one stone. So women, if you're listening to this, don't get all upset that he does never talk about me. I am talking about you if you listen. If you listen, I'm teaching you as a woman how to gain respect and to get and help you build the man and the husband that you really want, that you've dreamed for your whole life. If you just listen and you let the Holy Spirit get into you and you don't let your ego and pride get in the way, be a woman, be a sweet, loving, caring, nurturing heart of the home woman. And your husband will come to you. He will. He will. He will. <laughs> so. Let's talk about divorce. So you hear me? We've talked we're talking about the last week and a half. I've done uh, 17, 18 episodes on why your wife may want a divorce. So let's talk about the other end of that. So let's say you don't fix your marriage. You say, screw you, Jerry. You don't know what the heck you're talking about. You, you, you share the video. You share this podcast. And everybody you share it to says, man, this dude's full of crap. You don't know what he's talking about, blah, blah, blah. 
and then the, your friends and all the people you share it with, you and yourself decide, I'm just going to do what I've been doing because it's easier that way and I don't feel like it anyway. <laughs> so I want to ask you, if you don't, if you let your marriage fail, don't fight for it, then your other alternative is what? Divorce and annulment. Okay. Even if you're Protestant, you've got to understand just because a divorce means you're only that you're only divorced in the side, you only separated in the eyes of the state. Your marriage is over. But even if you are a weak Protestant and your faith is kind of weak, you know the deal. You know if you're weak Catholic too, you know the deal. You know that God does not even consider divorce. He hates it. Why? Because it was not meant to be. Adam and Eve were married forever for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, that's the way it was supposed to be. But uh, Moses in scripture, it says Moses allowed divorce because of the hardness of the men's hearts, which meant what? <laughs> if if they weren't allowed to get divorced back in those days, the man would beat the wife. He'd kill her. He'd, he'd abuse her. He'd knock her around. He'd take all her money, put her out on the street. All these kind of crazy things. And so you, you, we think we got it hard today, you know, but Jesus says in the New Testament, and I'm not really here to preach, but I kind of sometimes I bring up scripture just to give a little bit what I say, a little credibility. <laughs> but Jesus said in the news in the new in the New Testament, hey, it was divorce. There's no such thing as divorce. It was originally not meant to be. How many more plain can he be? But see, what do people do when church when 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 Protestants protested against the Catholic Church and we moved again and everybody got split up into 30,000 different denominations? We everybody left the original church. Now everybody's on their own thing. Well, I believe this. I believe that. I believe in abortion. I don't believe in abortion. I believe in same-sex marriage. I don't believe in same-sex marriage. I believe in contraception. I don't believe in contraception. Everybody just kind of does what they want to do. That's not the love of God, right? That's really not. So if you love God and you love Christ and you the love of God and love of Christ means one thing, obedience. Die to yourself as a man, as a human person, you die to yourself and you kill yourself inside, which means what? When you die to yourself, that means I don't, I cannot consider my wants, desires, and needs before God. So it basically boils down to the word everybody hates, obedience. If you, if you want to prove if you love God or not, that's it. That's the only true measure of if you love God or not is obedience. And God that's what he says all the time. Okay. And that's what priests and pastors preach about all the time. They know what they're talking about. Okay. So that being said, let's talk about the other side, divorce. So in an annulment. So you and if you're Catholic and if you're Protestant, you probably should be Catholic too. So you can get some confession going and get that soul cleaned up. <laughs> um, if you're Catholic, then what you do is you go get an annulment and then your marriage is not only in the over in the eyes of the state, it is actually over in the eyes of God. And so annulment also means that your marriage never was. It means it's unlawful. That's what Christ said in scripture too. Unlawful. Unlawful means that basically before you were married, you took contraception, your wife was on contraception, you were having sex and you were around a rubber and your wife was on pills or one of you were, were you know, were same sex attracted or uh, you lied about it, 
You didn't tell your husband or your wife. Um, you know, you were in tons and tons of debt. Uh, you got a million dollars in debt, a hundred thousand dollars in debt, fifty thousand dollars in debt, and you didn't reveal that to your spouse before you were married. The reason why that is unlawful because you can't have a foundation of marriage and love and intimacy and respect if there is a lie or Satan is between you before you even get married. And those things I just said, that means that Satan is in the middle of your marriage. You can't even know what marriage means if you're lying to your hubby or your uh, or your husband or your wife before you even say I do. So the reason another reason why is because that spouse has the authority, has the right to know these things so they can make up their mind and go, do I want a person that can't keep their credit together? Do I want a person that's $100,000 in debt? Do I want a person that's same-sex attracted, which means we, we are, uh, we're we we're heterosexual right now, but we get married, I might walk home and then the bed with us with the same-sex person or something. Or, you know, uh, you're taking you're, you're believing a, you don't you know you don't say you believe in abortion and then we get married and you want to kill my babies you know this is these are things that marriage is about and if you can't even have a solid foundation when you start there your marriage is already you know going in the toilet and that's why there are annulments now look i know people are going to say well jerry they give them out like candy and stuff and i went through that but i don't it doesn't matter it is what it is the church the priest, the magisterium has the right to give out all the numbers they want because God says whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Bam. Now, when you get up to heaven, <laughs> you might find it might be a little different. But as of right now, and even then, God is a God of his word. So that's just the way it is. So I want to ask you, is the chaos, the chaos of divorce better? Is the chaos of divorce better? Does that that means, you know, instead of putting the hard work in, being the man God created you to be, being the lover your wife needs and the husband your wife needs, you decide I'm not going to do nothing. So here's what your future will be. Her leaving, all the divorce paperwork, the time spent at the lawyer's office, nobody thinks about that, when all the time you got to go to the, 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 uh, the uh, lawyer's office, all the endless hours in court, and if anybody's ever been down to the court system, you know it is horrible. They waste your time. They don't care. They treat you any old kind of way. Everybody's rude. Nobody's happy. And you're down there in amongst of thousands of people. <laughs> if you've been on the jury, you've been uh, I was uh, tasked to be on the jury two years ago, three years ago. And that was my first time ever, man. We went down, it was hundreds of people down at the Mary County building. I we and, and it was like it was like we were packs of wool, packs of packs of sheep or something inside this room. And it, it took all day, three, four hours, you know. So that's the court. Do you, you know, if you don't fix your marriage, you're gonna, if you don't pay now, you're gonna pay later. Okay. So endless hours of preparing for court. So you got to prepare for court. You got to pay your lawyer to prepare for court. Um, the custody battle over the kids. So you're gonna go to court even more because you're gonna be fighting over the kids. Because I got a client right now. His wife is so freaking angry. She is so freaking angry. She does anything she can to hurt that man. And so what is she doing? She tries to keep his kids from me. And then every, you know, doesn't want to talk to the court, don't want to talk to her lawyer, don't want to talk to my my client's lawyer, don't want to talk to the judge. Just, just being surly, surly, completely the devil, completely the devil. Okay. So the custody battle, you're gonna be you're gonna be in, you're gonna be in custody in the court trying to get your kids. I know another client I had. What had the man had to go to court 150 times 
because the woman that he was with, he may he, he even says he'll tell you, man, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> But I made a mistake. Oh, Lord, I made a big mistake with this one. He made the mistake and slept with the girl. The girl got pregnant, man, and then he didn't want her no more. You know, he was thinking like all us dudes think. You know, it ain't his fault. It's just how we do. It's just how we do. We didn't lost. He lost interest in the girl. The girl, was she was the wrong one. He just happened to pick the wrong one. What is that movie called? Fatal Attraction. Boy, Glenn Close. The Glenn Close had nothing on this woman. She took my brother to court over 150 times. He won all of them, but think about it. He had to go to court 150 times over that. This is why you keep your penis in your pants. <laughs> this is why your power as a man, you've got to understand when you make love or have sex with a woman, you are bonded to her for life, and you think she don't care that it's a one night stand or we just, you know, hanging out. Women will tell you anything. W listen, women will tell you anything when they like you and want to get with you. They'll tell you, I don't want to have no babies. I don't want to get married. I just want to hang out and have fun. Man, that is a lie from hell. And if you fall for that one, that's why you got 10 babies right now <laughs> all over a different way because you fell for the hype. Dude, they want no woman sleeps with a man she don't eventually want to marry. Hear me? No woman, unless she's disordered like a prostitute or something, no woman gives her gift to a man that she does not eventually think they got potential to get married. What does that mean? Baby, I know we ain't getting married today. It might not be tomorrow. It might be ne not next week, but eventually you're going to ask me to marry you. That's why you men that don't marry a woman for two, three, four, 10, 15 years. When I was working at the post office, man, I knew a woman. She was with this dude for, she had been with this dude for 12 years, man. 12 years. And he still hadn't asked her to marry him. You know what she goes? She tries to rationalize. Oh, well, we love each other and we're just trying, we're not ready yet. We don't have the money and, you know, the kids. And, you know, she's just, but you could tell in her heart she was hurt so bad. But once a woman's bonded to you, they just can't leave you. It's hard for them to leave you because of the bond, the chemicals. God knows what he's doing, fellas. God knows what he's doing. Sex works. <laughs> That's why I tell you, all you dudes for your wife is messing with another dude. If you just wait it out and you become a better man and be a different man when she comes back, she will leave that rebound relationship and she'll come back to you. But if you're still the same old jerk that you were when she left, she'll find somebody else to hang out with when that rebound, when that rebound relationship is over. This is why you got to understand strategy, how it works, and what's going on, man. Once you know that stuff, man, you can do with this stuff a lot better. Just like these dudes, that woman go mess around on them, and then you look up and he at the dude's job. He's trying to kick the dude's butt. He's trying to wreck the dude's car. That's stupid. First of all, you're going to go to jail because the man is not the problem. Yeah, he's a homewrecker. He's a homewrecker, and that's wrong, and that's sinful. That's a hell of offense, but it's his woman. Your woman is the problem. Your woman's the problem, which means what? When women go and mess with another man, that means they are trying to get fulfillment and fill the void that they weren't getting from you, their beloved husband. And once you understand that and you move to correct that, 
your wife will start to look at you different. But no, no, no. What do we do? We listen to these stupid people in the society, these psychiatrists and these people on the news and our friends and all our parents. Oh, you know, we totally ignore Ephesians 5 with St. Paul talking about how to be married and all that kind of stuff. We just go, oh, no, no, we're going to forget that. We're going to forget that. No, I'm going to do what I want to do. No, man, you can't do that. Leave her. Leave him. He ain't worth nothing. And then what happens? You, You become worse than you were. So this is why the fighting of the custody battle in court and all that stuff, man, is not a joke, man. Anybody that's been divorced, they will tell you, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's painful. It's like losing a – it's like somebody dying, you know. Um, other thing is um, – the next thing is you only get to keep the kids once every other weekend. You don't get to see the kids once every other weekend. i got clients now. They don't even see them that much. Because the wife, once your wife is mad at you, man, the society is a is a matriarch society right now. We're going to have a woman president. We are. Get over it. It's the way it's going to be. Because, man, we so weak right now. You got to understand how women think, man. No woman really wants to be a senator and a president. And they want to go out and work 8, 10, 12 hours a day and all that stuff. Because it's not in their nature. Like in the church, in the Catholic church, and these Protestant, in the Protestant church and stuff, man, you go on, you go on the church, and the women are doing everything. You know why? Why have women taken over society? Because men are weak. We ain't doing nothing. We, are, we all we want to do is pleasure. We don't want to man up. We want to. We don't want to take care of nothing. And then we get mad when people call us out on it. Oh man, you just talking, man. Man, you don't know what you're talking about, man. Or we rationalize all the good stuff we doing, and we're not realizing all the crappy stuff we doing. Look, man, I've been there, dude. I've been there. The society is weak. Women what women don't want to do all that stuff, but when they feel they have to, because we ain't, what do you expect them to do? What do you expect the women to do? People, men get mad when women disrespect them. What you get mad for? What you get mad for? We sat back and allowed all this to happen. Women only step up when they have to. They figure, look, he ain't doing. I know women now. Women now. Women will go have two jobs, have a car, make all the money, pay all the rent, all utilities, and her punk butt dude is sitting in the in the in the, uh, in the house every day playing video games and stuff, sleeping late, ain't going to get no job. And women allow that. You know why? Because once they open their legs, <laughs> and the man enters them, and they give their gift away, they lose all control. And men, we know that. Instinctively, men, we know that. Women only have power as long as they keep their legs closed. If once they open their legs, their man has all the power now. That's why you see women doing this. Oh, I just love him so much. He's so great. And then what they do is they go to the beauty shop, like I talked about yesterday. They go to the beauty shop, man. They go to the beauty shop. Oh, girl, you know, he ain't about nothing. He's so messed up. He driving my car. He only put no gas in it. <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Oh, my God. It's great. But that's it. That's our society, man. That's our society. Again, God knows what he's doing. Okay. Another thing, all the wasted money and resources, all the money and resources you're going to get, even if you file a divorce and you do the 30 day thing and you don't, you and your wife don't contest it, you still in pain. You still lost half your stuff. You still ain't got your kids. You still don't get to see them. You still don't get to have sex. You still don't get to do nothing. Yeah. Those are the guys that don't fight. Okay. You got to prolong stuff to give your wife. If you are, I only say 
prolong the divorce. If you as a man are trying to change, trying to become holy, trying to become a Christian soldier, and you just need to buy time so your wife can see that you're not that man you were two years ago or a year ago or six months ago. If you're not going to change and you're just going to still be you and whatever, then yeah, go ahead. Don't contest it. Go ahead. But you're going to still regret it. You are. You are. You're going to be very miserable because as a man, you cannot, we cannot as men be happy and fulfilled as a real man. If we had nothing to die for, if we like Christ, that's why we're like Christ. It's, it's, it's in us. That's why as a man, if right now, if you are unfulfilled and you are unhappy, you are depressed, you have emotional problems and all that stuff, that's because you're selfish. That's because we're selfish. We're not giving our life away for nothing. We're not praying. We're not giving our time to God. We're not, we're not giving our time to our wife and making our marriage great. We're not doing nothing. We're not doing things that a warrior dies for, a warrior does to make himself feel that he is worthy of the gifts of the universe, man. That's what it's about, baby. That's what it's about. That's why you don't feel like yourself right now. You don't. Sure, we are going to have problems because God is always going to allow the devil to come into your life to test you, to keep you on your game. But for the most part, man, you're not... If you sacrifice now, you don't have to sacrifice later in this life or in the future or in purgatory. What you can do is you get that stuff out now. Okay. The next thing is losing your house. People right now trying to sell their house because they got to split the money up. Silly stuff. You're going to lose your property. I got a guy now. Wife took all his property, took all the kids, took the house, took all the money, and he still got to pay alimony, which he ain't got. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Either you're going to pay now and get your stuff together or you're going to pay dearly and way worse later. Why? Because that's what God does. When we as men don't man up and do what we're supposed to do, he allows the demonic in our lives and he rises the pain. The pain goes up. We lose our job. We get evicted. We lose our car, gets repossessed. Our wife wants to leave. Our wife files for divorce. Our kids are disrespectful. Our daughters hate us. Our sons are out, get all the girls pregnant. That is the, the demonic in your life. That is God saying, you are getting too big for your darn britches, so I'm going to bring you down a notch. This is why even the rich have challenges. Oprah Winfrey, uh, Elon Musk, all these billionaire people Believe it or not, they have a lot of trials and tribulations in their life. Just because you have one, the gift of money does not, does not exclude you from the demonic of God. Put the demonic in your life when your get too big. You got to remember God, Christ, Christ is in control of all temptation in your life. Not the devil. The devil's not. That's a misconception. Christ allows the demonic in your life for what I just said. That if you don't get together, if you starve your soul, because God's God's thing, Christ's thing, the Holy Spirit's thing is your soul. They don't care about none of the other stuff. So when you get your britches get too big and you start trying to, and you ain't going to get invited to the party, and the party is what? The party is eternity in heaven with God or purgatory. You ain't getting, if, you, if your soul is in jeopardy of not getting invited to the party, and you're doing all these things, man, that are driving you away from God. You're getting further and further and further away. Then he says, okay, no problem. I'll just allow Satan in your life. And Satan will get you right. 
and you can say whatever you want to say. Eventually, the more God allows the demonic in your life, you will succumb. Eventually, you will come or you'll kill yourself because the pain will get so bad that reason God does that is to let you know that I am the infinite. I am the infinite. I am the one you should be coming towards. Not your money, not even your wife or your kids, not even your parents, not your pleasure, not your cars and your job. Me. I'm the only one that can fulfill that gut, that empty gut void in your gut. That's why if a man is out in this world and he is not giving his life away, how do you give your life away as a man? You give your life away as a man through your time, which is what? Prayer, suffering, sacrifice. Everybody thinks this life is about pleasure. It's not. It's not. If think about what think about in your life all the stuff you've learned when you were in pleasure, when everything is going good. You ain't gonna damn thing. When things start going bad, though, you learn a lot, don't you? I didn't get those sales I need to get to feed my kids, right? My car broke down. I got to go pay to get it fixed, right? I'm a coach of a football team. I lost 10 games in a row. I'm a tennis player. Served out. I served, lost, lost five matches in a row. I lost Wimbledon. You know, all of these things, man, that's what happens. You've got to understand how this universe works, man. And once you start to understand it, you understand it's God's will. It's God's will for you to be a great man, to be a great soul. God has plans for you. The more pain in your life, it's said, that the more pain that God allows in your life, the more expectations he has for your soul as a place in heaven. Okay, so next. Now, uh, you lost your cars, you lose your cars. Uh, your wife starts to treat you like a stranger, Right. That is, oh man, that's real painful when your wife starts to, you've been, you've been with this woman for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years and all of a sudden you, she acts like she don't even know you. Talk about pain. That's a pain. All you guys have been through that one, you know that's a tough one. Because you're going, man, how can she just treat me like that? Okay? She treats you, well, I answered that question for you. It's just we on the subject. <laughs> she treats you like that, man, because She's trying to bury the pain, her own pain. So it's not that she doesn't love you anymore. It's not that she's, quote, 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 not in love with you anymore. It's just that the pain is so deep for her that she just buried it. That's why when women give their gift away to different men, they get damaged. And the more damage they get, the more baggage that they get, they bring into your marriage when you get married. This is, and, and if you as a man does, don't know how to get, get rid of your wife's baggage, which we call inhibitions, if you don't understand to get rid of your wife's inhibitions, she would bring all her past hurts and pains into your marriage. And this is why marriage crisis occurs. Okay. So next, having to get a part-time job to make ends meet. I talk to guys all the time. They, they ain't got no money. They, but they won't, you know, they got to go out and get two or three jobs to, to, to pay for things now because their wife took all the money and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they got getting. They got to live in separate houses. You got to live in a separate house because you know. Uh, I I got guys. I had guys in my program down in the basement. Living in the basement. My wife put them in the basement and they went. <laughs> it's hey hey y'all. It's, it's it's hell out here, baby. It's tough out here for a pimp. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. Remember that move, that song. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. It is. It is. But. You can get guided on how not to have this crap happen. Next thing is, you got to go to separate churches. 
That's another painful one. People stop going, to, they get a divorce or start to get a divorce. They start having marriage problems. The wife, usually women, when they lose their husband or think their husband doesn't love them anymore, what she'll do is, especially if her faith is weak, she'll just stop going to church. Denying God, won't go to mass, won't do nothing, you know, won't pray, won't do nothing. And the husband goes, well, what is she doing? What is she doing that for? The reason she's doing that, man, because in her mind, I lost, God lost my husband for me. My man don't love me no more. So what am I, what am I messing with him for? Well, because they want to go out and have fun and go on a trip with their girlfriends and stuff. Okay. Going to separate churches is a is a is a is a normal occurrence. Okay. Not being around your friends because those are her are her friends too. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> you get divorced, all of a sudden, all the friends, or you start having marriage problems, you separate, y'all ain't cool no more. <laughs> what else happens is the friends start taking sides. The friends don't mean to, but that's just how it is. You know, because married, married people want to be around married people. If you are any kind of person, you are, if you're trying to build any kind of marriage, you know that. We can't, me and my wife can't be going, hanging out with single and divorced people all the time because single and divorced people, they have a different concept of what life's about. Especially if they're single or divorced. Single women or single men, they're just trying to have fun. They're just trying to like get, you know, you know, do things and have and party and nothing wrong with partying, but that's their life. You know, they go home, they buy themselves or they live with somebody who they really don't love or, you know, who's using them up for their bodies. And, you know, divorced women, they're damaged. They're damaged. Be real. Divorced women are damaged. They have had so much pain in their life. Divorce. Some women. I knew a woman had a client. His wife, he I didn't he wasn't a client of mine because you you got five or six divorces. I'm not trying to be you, we can't work together. <laughs> Cause you have no if you got five or six divorces, me and you can't work together. Cause you have no commitment. <laughs> you have no commitment. Really. I mean, come on, man. Let's just be real. You you have no commitment. You you have no, you know, no stick to itiveness. You know, come on. You you got five, four, five, three, four, five divorce stuff, man. Come on, man. You just you just trying to hang out. You ain't serious. You're gonna be wasting my time. You know, you do pay me some money. I'm just taking your money. Cause you just gonna that's why I don't take your money. Cause I just be taking your money and then you're gonna go out as soon as things get too hard. You're gonna leave her too and go try fast. I'm gonna be trying to teach you how to find another woman. And I don't wanna do that. That is not my goal when I coach you. My goal is to help you to keep the woman that you make the woman you got happy because it comes to a point in a man's life where, man, you got to make a stand, baby. You got to make a stand. <laughs> you know, this is the one. I chose her. She chose me. Make it work. Make it work. You know, keep leaving and going to get another woman, another woman, another woman. Or what? why do the same thing? Another man, another man, another man. The problem when you go do that is nothing has changed. That's why the guy's married six times because he keeps taking himself with him. You can't run from you. <laughs> you can't run from you. You can't. You can't run from you. Right? So that's kind of how it goes. All right. So moving on. Uh see. The next one is, is growing up with split up parents. Because kids, you got to go to me, me, me and my sister. You know, my father was alive. You know, nobody want to come together. You know, Thanksgiving come, everybody at separate house and stuff. It's it's grandkids wrong in the wrong place. Everybody's not nobody really likes being around each other. Everybody just there just just to try to be there. It ain't fun, you know. And the kids hate it. Everybody says they care about the kids, and they don't care about the kids. They care about themselves. 
if, if, if people cared about their children, they would stay together and try to fix it and make it work. Okay. Even to me, even look, man, I look at it like this. Even if my mom, wife, and I weren't happy with each other, I look at it like this. I'm just going to be an Academy Award winner. I'm just going to make it look good. The reason why is because I have a bigger purpose in this life than to, 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 to go out and get another woman and be in pleasure all the time. You know, my kids are important. God's important. Society's important. Influencing society, influ believe it or not, influencing society is important. And when we don't do that, we're failing as men. All right. Next, um, hoping the kids will be okay, knowing deep down they won't. Number 17, the kids as adults have no examples of a good marriage. So when we as people, when we split up our marriage and we get divorced and we split up and we avoid each other and we're mean to each other and stuff, our kids go, what the hell? <laughs> I'm not trying to get in that. I don't want to be married. I don't want to do that. And then people in society see that you broke, that you and your wife split up, and that is a bad example of marriage in the society. This is why being selfish is a one-way track to hell. Because when we're selfish, we only consider about our happiness, and we don't think about the consequences of the world, of our children, of our even our spouse that we are mad at. Okay, and then what we do, we leave them. And then we sleep with another person or we marry another person or whatever we do. And then now we have involved them in our sin and displeasing God. Okay. So listen, the thing about all this is this, man. I'm not trying to beat down us because I've been there too. I'm not. What I'm trying to do is say, I ask you to look at yourself. If you are in a marriage right now and you and your wife are in a great marriage, or in a good marriage. Don't sit on your laurels and think that that's all there is. Try to improve that marriage every day. Don't be, don't, you know, don't let it start to slide down and then go, oh, I better take care of it. No, it's starting to be too late then. If you are in a mediocre marriage, you need help. You need help to do these things and understand what your future could be. And you don't have to have that future if you man up. Now, I know you, us, us men, we're getting tired of that phrase, man up, but it is the truth. Man up means this. Man up and be like Christ and St. Joseph. That's your examples. Those two are your examples. And if you strive to be that man, you won't have many problems in your marriage. You really won't. Okay? Now, you need some way to, you need, you need help and coaching and, and gain skills to make sure your wife didn't want to leave again, but that's the gist of it. Okay? Um. You want to come home to a peaceful home. And so the way you do that is you do marriage maintenance, man. You you solve the problem before there is a problem. If you're in a bad or terrible marriage or if you're worse, you're in marriage crisis, you can fix this. You really can. You just got to bear down and do the work and do what it takes and learn what you do, what you have to do. OK. All right. So that is what I want for you. That is what I want for you. And I hope that that little segment helped you. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me 
personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. All right, all right. We're moving to our live caller segment, and I am so happy that I have a caller today because that is what this show is really for. Not really to sit there and listen to me rant. <laughs> <laughs> and, get, and get my passion out there uh, and, and get upset and get all crazy. Uh, that's not what this show is, is for that a little bit, but it's really about helping you. That's what me and my wife decided to do. Or we wanted to, because I help a lot of men and they help me. Don't get it wrong. My guys help me just as much as I help them. Um, so, but I wanted to do, I figured if we started doing this every day, five days a week, that eventually people will start calling. They'll start coming to get help. And when you ask for help, this is what I tell the men in my program when we do our group sessions. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. If you have a problem, ask for help from me, and I can coach you, and then you are not only getting help, and your wife is not only not getting help, and your family is not the only one getting help, but you are helping other people who are listening because they have that same question. You're not, and you you can call and give a different name. You don't have to give your name. I'm not going. I'm not trying to do that. I just want you to help other people, okay? And that's help me help other people. That's what it's about. So we have a caller. I'm going to bring them on, and let's see what we can do to help them today. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Yes. Hey, my name is Michael from uh, Boise, Idaho, uh, Boise, Idaho. I've listened to you for a couple of, last couple of weeks. Oh, okay. What's up, Michael? <laughs> hey, nice to talk to you, man. So, what yeah, you got? I've nice, been, I've been kind of hesitant to call you, but you know, today I finally decided to call you. Uh oh, that means I'm in trouble. No, no, no. I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, what kind of question do you have for me today? Uh, so, uh, like I said, I'm from Boise, Idaho. Uh, I'm 32. I've been married to my wife for 10 years. We have two kids. And, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I realized that she's been chilling with my best friend from high school. And, uh, I just called, I just called them together. Uh, like, like I said, weeks ago, and I don't know what to do. I just, I just took me and the kids to my mom's house and we just staying over there. So. She's over there. She's at home by herself, and just that's, that's not what I'm doing. Wow. So here's the deal. Um, I have, uh, matter of fact, I have another client that just happened to. And here's the main thing about this whole kind of thing is this: don't 
what you heard me talk about earlier is what most men want to do is when their wife starts messing around on them. First off, the reason a wife is messing around on her husband is because she's trying to fill the void that her husband's not giving her. I know we think that's not fair. It's not fair. If she would just open up and talk to us and give us a chance, which most women do, but men, we don't listen. It just takes us a while to get things, you know? And so the main thing is what we have to do is don't confront the man because it's not really him. He's a home wrecker and he's a jerk and he's being selfish and he's just using your wife up. But what will happen is you got to learn to draw your wife back to you, which means what? As a man, you when she comes back, as I said earlier, you cannot be the same man that she left. If you aren't that same man, when that re rebound relationship fails, what will happen is, man, she'll come and draw be drawn back to you. If you're still the same guy, if you, you're not trying to be on a different journey, and you're not trying to be the man she needs and a Christian soldier, what eventually will happen, she'll just go find somebody else and the cycle will continue. Believe it or not, man, women, once they choose you as a husband, they don't want anybody else. They only go after another man or allow, well, they don't go after another man. What happens is women don't go after a man. Most the classy ones, they allow a man to fancy them to get into their heart and their mind. They entertain them. They don't really go out looking for that, uh, especially if she's married. And so in her mind, this just happened. I didn't mean for it to happen. And so what you as a husband got to do is you got to be empathetic, sympathetic, and start being the man that she needs you to be so that when that, because rebound relationships, most of the time they don't last. If you think about it, a woman, a go or a man, a go with another woman or another man, and then they're together for two weeks, a month, six months, a year, all of a sudden they ain't staying together no more. This is why you can't keep, you can't really keep talking about all that stuff because you don't want to stress her out. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Anything else you got for me? I don't know. Like, I can see, like, I usually want to confront, like, if it was a, like, a random dude, but it's my best friend. So, cause I know him longer than I know her. So, it's kind of like. So, he's not, he's not your best friend, is he? He's not your best he friend now. He's really not your best friend then, is he? Not no more. Right. So, this is what I would ask you to do. Become your wife's best friend. And her become your best friend. Because that's where married couples get in problems, too. What they do is they, they go out and try to find other people to feel the things that their spouse should be doing. They share intimate details. They talk about their marriage. He's good in bed. He's terrible in bed. And all this kind of thing. The man, he'll go out and tell other people about his marriage. And never, they don't talk to each other. They don't build excitement together. They don't build passion for each other. And so... This is how you become best friends. You must listen to her. She must listen to you. And then you guys enjoy being together. And then you'll become her best friend. She'll become your best friend. And then that's how you build a great marriage. This, all these people, it's an illusion. Well, I, I've been knowing this dude since he was, since we were two years old. Or I've been her friend since, since we was five years old. That don't mean enough. That don't mean nothing when it comes to marriage. All right. St. Paul said it, man. Like you leave your parents and you go make your own way in life, then become one flesh. If you're not best friends, you will not become one flesh. All right. So as far as your friend, if it were me, we ain't friends no more at all. 
if I saw him, I'd be polite because that's what God would have me do. Hey, man, hi. And that's it. But as far as us having conversations and, and going out and all that kind of stuff, no more. Even if him and my wife got together and we and, and, and it was amicable, me and him could never, ever be friends again. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Anything else, my brother? Uh, No, sir. Thank you. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for calling, baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, all right. That is my one caller for the day that I really love. And uh, as long as I get one caller a day, I'm very happy. I know eventually it'll be more than that, but that's my goal to get one call, at least one call a day. And uh, he is, uh, that was a great question because I get that one all the time. How do you handle when your when your husband or your wife is messing around? And if you follow what I just said, it will it will get better. You remember they are in a rebound relationship. They're just trying to find something that they won't get with you, and especially with women, that's how women are. They don't want to be there, man. They really don't. They really don't. So all you've got to do is um is um get yourself together, man. Get the emotional connection back, okay? All right, all right. Let's go on a quick break, baby, or a quick, quick break. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. We're back for our last quick segment of the day. I'm going to run through these real quick because we have been going on for almost an hour, and I know you guys got to go to work. <laughs> but, hey, I also want to give you as much as I can. Marriage is a very complicated thing. It, it's very complicated. Relationships are very complicated. And the more you know and the more I drill, I drill this into your head, the better off you will be. So with that being said, the Save My Catholic Marriage Minute, why? Reasons and clues that your wife may want divorce. And if you are divorced, listen to this stuff and, and, and prepare for if your wife ever comes back and you or her build that comment, that connection again, or if you get an annulment and you find yourself, you know, alone, you got to decide, do I want to go get another wife or do I want to keep fighting for the wife I had? Um, I've had guys done that too. I've had guys do both. Um, and so 
the main thing is, man, either way, you don't want to be the same man. You, if you've been in one marriage, you have one failed marriage, two failed marriages, five marriage, failed marriages, ten failed marriages, like Elizabeth Taylor, you've got to look at yourself and start to go, okay, what are the common denominators in those marriages? And it's you. It's me. It was me. You know, I have to, I had to decide, am I going to keep going through life floundering or am I going to try to fix me so that women are attracted to me so that I get the right kind of woman, so that I draw the right kind of woman to me. And believe me, that's important. I've, I've had people that, they women, they pick the same dude over and over and over again, pick the same dude, and it fails every time because they are a certain way and they're not they're not drawing the, the right man to them because they're a certain way. Um if you change, you'll draw a certain kind of person to you that the person that you want. It's called attraction. All right. So what is the 19th clue that your wife may want a divorce? So before we go over that, we're going to go over the previous 18. So get ready. I'm going to go real fast because we are running a little late today. So does she seem distant? Number one. Number two, is she spending more time with single friends? Number three, does she seem uninterested in the marital embrace? Number four, is she still as supportive as she used to be? Number five, is she still as loving as she used to be? Number six, does she go out to clubs and events without you? Number seven, does she take longer to answer your texts or phone messages? Number eight, has her conversation with you become very short and to the point? Number nine, has the bickering increased? Number 10, has the arguing increased? Okay, now, right when I'm reading these, you should be thinking, is this me? Are these clues in my relationship? How do I fix this? How do I get out of this? Okay, going on. Has she started putting the kids above you? Has she started putting her friends and siblings above you? Have you stopped going to mass and entering the spiritual battle daily? Does she seem unusually de depressed or unhappy? You make love less than once per week. You make love less than once per month, which is severe. 17, has she lost weight for no apparent reason? And 18, has she started getting her hair done more often for no apparent reason? And the number 19 reason that your wife may want a divorce. Drum roll, please. Does she dress nicer or more provocative lately? Woo, I know this was crazy. I know it is. But because today, most women dress kind of like slutty and provocative anyway, you almost can't tell the difference from the good ones and the bad ones. <laughs> but the tight clothes, the tight clothes and the pushed up boobs and the tight hugging pants and dresses, it drives us crazy, don't it? It drives us crazy. And we're supposed to have custody of the eyes. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. Spring's coming. What are we to do, gentlemen? What are we to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but I hear it all the time from women, all the time. We have to dress this way because this is all the kind of clothes the manufacturers are making. Now, okay, whatever. My wife tells me that women don't look good for their husbands or boyfriends, but they are in a competition with each other. Now that's deep. I, I, I didn't know it was that deep. Look, brother, here's the deal. 
you know or should know your wife better than me. If she, if she all of a sudden, you know, starts going and getting her hair done, her nails done, um, she's buying all these nice clothes, she looks a little bit more sexy or revealing than usual, and she is more perky and excited daily than she was before, okay, your Catholic man radar ought to be immediately search out and seek the reason why, okay? As I've stated, and I've said the other category of the clues, alone, hair done, nails done, losing weight, nicer clothes, smelling better, mean nothing by themselves, right? But together, one or two of them should have your radar on red alert. Then, when the other clues I mentioned pop up in this series, you have already solved the other ones, all right? Again, brother, husband, man, Christian soldier, marriage maintenance, marriage maintenance, Marriage maintenance is how you as a husband stay out of divorce court. <laughs> you cannot and must not let three, four, five, 10, 20, 50 problems present themselves in your family and marriage and continue to bury them with I'll take care of it later syndrome. Okay. The I'll take care of it later syndrome. Of course, later never comes, right? Later never comes. Plain and simple. The way you stay out of divorce court is marriage maintenance. The way you keep your wife and girlfriend happy, fulfilled, and satisfied is marriage maintenance. You give first and be on top of your game now and get served 10 times better in the future. This is what men don't understand. It's like Christ. Look at the church. 2,000 years, over a billion people in the Catholic church. How did Christ do that? Think about it, brother. Christ did that by dying to himself. Lord, take this cup from my lips if it be your will. Jesus was scared. He was, he was a man. He was God. He was man, and he was scared, and he didn't, he didn't know if he could go through it, but he knew God. He knew he had to do it, and he had caught courage. Being a man of courage is not being scared. That is, that is not, you know, of course we're scared. Of course you are. Being a man of courage, a Christian soldier, is the courage and fortitude to do it even though you are those things, okay? Please. So you will get, if you serve and sacrifice for your wife and your marriage and God, you will get served 10 times better from those two entities in the future. This is how you create a great marriage and a great family. This is how you do it, okay? Meaning. You never, ever, ever, we never, ever, ever take our wife and marriage and God for granted. In the Catholic alphabet, this is called holy lover, a holy lover gift. So what is a holy lover? A holy lover is you being the man God created you to be and you being the husband your wife need. That's why I was just telling that young buck that called uh, about his wife messing around, you know, You've got to be, you've got to give your wife what will make her happy. You don't give her what she wants because our wives are going to get upset. But if you have Christ behind you, you will always be okay. Okay. So again, you may be asking, why is he always on the wife's side? The answer is I'm not always on the wife's side. I'm really not. If you listen to me, I'm on God's side and the side of marriage because I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of it. 
I'm sick of these broken families and broken marriages and, and people giving men the wrong advice of leave her, she ain't about nothing, blah, blah, blah. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We all do things. I used to be like, a, I had a guy one time that called me and his wife was messed around. Man, he, I talked to that dude I know for two hours to try to convince him that you've, it, it, it's your wife, what she did is, is right, is wrong. But, dude, you have to fix you. But he could not get over the fact that his wife let another man have sex with her. And he couldn't get over it. That was he. The devil was in him. And I used to think even in scripture, I used to think that if you had committed adultery, that that was the reason for for divorce. And it's not. It's not nowhere in there. <laughs> the only way you could get a divorce is like Christ said. If your marriage is unlawful, and I explained what that was already, okay? If your marriage is unlawful, that's why Catholics have annulments to, to determine if their their marriage was, un, was, was unlawful, okay? So that is the deal. Again, I'm not on the side of, of, of your wife. I'm not on your side. I'm on the side of God and, and marriage. I have come to realize that our wife and children are waiting around for us to get it together. We are naturally held responsible in the eyes of God. Also, our wife is the heart and nurture of our home. And if she is unhappy, sick, depressed, or irritable, this changes the entire complexity and feel of our home. You all know that. You all know that. You all know that. When your wife is not herself, the whole house changes. The whole house changes. Okay? So, and lastly... Once we as husbands lose our egos and pride and become servers of God, our wife and children, neglecting our needs, our wants and our desires, our wives begin to want to look in the mirror at themselves. Woo! That is what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Your job, when you come to me, your my job is to get you to become worthy of that of God and of that wife and that gift of children that God has given you because you're not you're not if your home is in chaos you are not worthy but once you become worthy and you become that man you become a christian soldier a man of courage a man a holy man and you are striving for that your wife will begin to look at herself and say oh my god how can I be worthy of him? And that's what you want. That's what I want for you. Okay? Gentlemen, your suffering, sacrifice, penance, and dying to your selfishness is the only way to greatness. Need I say any more? All right, all right, all right. And conclude, remember that I'm here every Monday through Friday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. And I also put out the replay if you missed the show. But, of course, the replay is nearly as good as is listening to my beautiful, handsome, bald-headed self <laughs> in person. <laughs> so, in today's conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope. Benedict the 16th. Society offers you comfort, but you 
weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is up on you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.